0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Hammer Like Ham. What was that? See, you you show me that fucking doll, and I fuck up the intro. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Hammerlock Hangover. I'm Steve, and I'm joined, as usual, by my tag team partner in podcasting, and that is Jeff. Jeff, how is this heat? Are, are you, uh, everybody, I feel, throughout the world is is just battling through a heat wave. Are you feeling the effects of this heat wave that has gripped most of Europe, the Northeast? You're in, in Maryland. I am. Uh,
1: how come you didn't introduce our other co host that doll doesn't
0: count. It's not a doll. This is Lily. No, that's the a, real that's, Lily. That shit is fucking creepy. The fact, like, yeah, it I is can't creepy, stand yeah. staring at it. I fucked up the okay. intro because of that stupid it, doll. That was the Danhausen curse. It Lily's
1: curses me. are more powerful. Good job, Lily. Yeah, it's really hot today. I had um <laughs> my office had its annual like outing, and it was actually outdoors, which like was a team terrible. building.
0: Yeah, like like a
1: pick. I mean, well, it's too big for a team building. I mean, we we have like, you know, over 100 people and like people flying from Chicago and Oklahoma and Colorado and New York and shit like that. This um, sounds like your worst nightmare. It It, it is my worst nightmare. Uh, <laughs> And, and it's very nice of them to do it. They gave me this shirt. They gave us another shirt to wear during the pictures. Uh, there's like raffles where you could win prizes. I didn't stay for the raffles. I guess I don't care. Like, you know, ap- apparently I've been there five years, but I, I've actually been there seven. But uh, it's like a weird time of year. And I was <laughs> I was sort of like a contract attorney for for a year. I, I, do they, they not went, count I, COVID? Is that it? No, but so they're like they're sending me a hundred dollar gift card for five years or so. I mean, they they do nice stuff. So I you know, but it it's not them. It's me. I, I just I I just don't like being around a lot of people, and it always uh, you know, and, and something always goes wrong because I'm a weirdo. So, <laughs> it's, so
0: now did, no, during uh, this during yeah. this team build, did you have to do like a lot of physical activities? No, it wasn't team building. I mean, it was like Was a, it man. was there like a potato sack race? No, they, I mean, they had stuff there.
1: Like, you know, I don't know. There was some guy making balloons. There was some guy drawing caricatures. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was like a kid's birthday party, I guess. It was, it was really it was a guy playing guitar and, you know, singing and stuff. But it was 96 degrees. Who wants it? People like you want a beer? I'm like, no, I want a really freaking cold Coca-Cola. That That's what I want. You know, I I had two hot dogs, a uh, slider. Um, What else was the food? Oh, some mac and cheese, a couple cokes, and then like
0: uh, six forty-five rolls around. I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. And and face painting. No, I didn't do the face painting. Was there a bounty house? no no
1: no, no. It, it was like it's like it's like a microbrew who by the way is a client like we did all the you know got their business up and running did all the trademarks on their their the brewery name all their different varietals of beer um and so you know they're in a semi-industrial park but like you know they set up their parking lot and then like the you know sort of like a little it's not like a park it's like a grass island between two levels of parking lot but it's it's sizable. It's it's you know not like six feet. It's probably 40 feet wide. And it's, I mean, it's probably 1,000 or 1,200 feet long. No, I mean, you don't use the whole thing. That'd be crazy. This, but, um, this sounds know, they, like. there's tents and picnic tables and things like that. So, I mean, there was shade. It was just 96
0: degrees. <laughs> this sounds like the next uh, setting for AEW's next hardcore match.
1: It could be. I mean, it, it felt like Garden of Doom is what it felt like.
0: <laughs> well, guys, we got a lot of wrestling to talk about. And this is this is, this is the Hammerlock hangover that you're tuning into. And uh, yeah, we uh, like to talk about wrestling. Jeff and I are uh, it was the beer long-time, garden of doom. Long time wrestling fans. And um, we're going to talk about some trending topics to start off. And then we'll jump into some WWE review and a W review. The news around wrestling. Jeff, are you ready to jump into it?
1: Lily's asking me to ask you about your shirt. Is that, is that sleeveless shirt
0: you're wearing says "Pancake Power"? That's right. It's, is is it's, that like a New Day shirt? Are you wearing a, a New Day, Day shirt? shirt? I bought a New. I bought this New Day shirt because I wanted to support Kofi. Kofi Mania. Oh, good call, Lily.
1: She See? she knew. She, that's exactly what she said. She's so smart. She is. She's very smart. Mm-hmm. Jeff,
0: uh, you may want to get rid of me and just use her as the co-host? yeah no that that is not not accurate you know as okay. as, as as ugly Soon as so. you may be uh lily is way uglier
1: just just wait till my dan house and plush buddy comes oh
0: Jesus, are they gonna like fuck what are they gonna <laughs> this is just
1: disturbing. yes i'm gonna build a demonic army of of, of, <laughs> of, of dolls half, half-breed d- 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 demon puppets or demon oh. plush toys
0: I can't wait to get into this new gimmick that's on NXT with the, with the guys with the two colored eyes. It just, I, <laughs> I saw pictures and I was like, I, this screams of I'm going to turn my fucking TV off. This is bullshit, but we'll get into it in a minute. Um, guys, we're about to jump into trending topics, but before we do, I want to thank everybody out there listening and tuning into the Hammerlock Hangover. hangover guys have been uh, steadily listening and our listenership keeps growing and growing. I want to also shout out all the many, many platforms that you can, Listen to us on besides the usual podcast platforms like Google and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can hear us on the Wrestling Soup Network, the Hameen Media Group, PwC Network, and newly added the PW Hustle Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all those guys supporting and helping out the hammerlock hangover if you are new here and we like to talk about wrestling and we like to do it in a jovial in a funny way so jeff let's jump right into it um trending topic number one is road dog was very critical of aw this week i don't know if you saw his um tweet or his post I forget if he was on a podcast or whatever but this made the rounds on social media over the week about what he had to say and I wanted to get your take on it because you know here we've been pretty critical of um AEW and you know last week we talked about Billy Gunn for a short while and defending um I think he said something about like if Triple H made some. Oh, he he wanted to slap Triple H or something uh, for criticizing AEW at the Hall of Fame or making a joke, which I called bullshit because let's be real, he's not going to slap Triple H. Are you aware of these?
1: Yes, I'm also aware that about a week ago he was rumored to be uh, either interested or having an interview for a, you know, like a. Well, they should me an agent or a producer role with AEW. So my, my first reaction when I heard what he said was, yes, you didn't get that job.
0: <laughs> well, that was a lot of the criticism that he caught. Um, and we'll jump into that after I read this statement. So what he said, if you didn't catch on to it was, quote, it looks like an indie show referring to AEW, that somebody filmed on some with some nice cameras. I wasn't a fan of Wardlow winning the TNT title. It took him 18 minutes. First, they give him the jabroni title. It doesn't mean nothing when he when he was a guy that seemed like he was the guy. I just don't think you need to give him that other than the best title. And then it took him 18 minutes to beat the jokey guy. I don't understand that at all. It was literally booking 101. Is he talking about Orange Cassidy or is he talking about
1: Scorpio Sky? I think he's talking about Orange Cassidy. Oh, I agree 100 percent with that part. I, I don't believe I don't necessarily agree with the Jabroni title, but we've talked about it. Also, Wardlow's story, his his whole thing is, you know, I, I don't I don't want to face a fake champion. I want to face CM Punk. When the easiest way to face CM Punk would be would be to be the interim AEW champion and hold it until CM Punk comes back for the unification match. I mean, you would face him then. So it was dopey then, and then to diminish the title is dopey does does john moxley your prejudices and bias aside feel like an interim champion No, it feels like the top guy there has john moxley surpassed kenny omega as one of the, the faces of you know sort of like the franchise face of AEW? uh and in my view the answer is yes i mean kenny's been gone almost a year and moxley's now their first two-time champion is John Moxley the first two time AEW world champion? They never they never say that. So if he loses to CM Punk, is this title reign eliminated? Is it erased or is he a two time champion, but it lives with an asterisk or is he a two time champion? And and I know that these things really don't matter in the real world, but, you know, in, when in, in wrestling fandom. They do. We, we, you know, we count Flair's titles and and then, of course, the Smarties will go, well, how about the ones that were the ghost ones where he lost them, won them back and did favors? And, you know, that's, you know pretty soon he's going to have 81 title runs.
0: I have a 10. I, I want to agree with Road Dog here because the TNT title, he makes a good case about this part. Wardlow was gaining a lot of steam after the MJF run, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody said, oh, now's the time to give him the title. title." And so the TNT title was – we can both agree on this. It was on a downturn, right? It was flip-flopping, hot-potatoing between Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky. And Scorpio Sky's run as TNT champion was – Odd. I was going to say abysmal. We could call
1: it abysmal, but it it, – When it hit its high, they they turned it into a low basically as quickly as as possible. So it it was not good. Um, I you know what I, I I would I also think that they're doing a giant mistake right now by having Ricky Starks do the FDW Open Championship
0: mm-hmm.
1: challenge because a it's not a title that they recognize. I mean that should be Wardlow. He'd be you know so his momentum would keep up and he'd be the one facing you know. Your indie darling of the week or, or someone that's a surprise. I'm not going to say that two dimes or whatever what was it was in Cole Carter or whatever his name was, uh, you know, the guy who was sleeping with the fishes, uh, you know, that was a giant surprise or, or something really special. I mean, it wasn't a great match. It wasn't a bad match, but I mean, Ricky Starks and Hobbs were a team that they have something going for them. So it just shows you that they're, they're not invested in that team, or perhaps Hobbs is injured. You never know with AW because they don't tell you. Um, and I know people think that Ricky Starks is a star and they want to make him a solo star, but the FTW belt is never going to be that vehicle. Um, so I don't know. That should have been Wardlow's spot. So I agree that, the, listen, almost all of the booking of Wardlow post uh, MJF split uh, has been poor. And, and I agree 100% with the amount of time that it took him to beat Orange Cassidy. I mean, everybody knows that I think Orange Cassidy is a joke. But listen, last night they had Darby Allen, who is a similar character as, as Orange Cassidy without the comedy, but a similar kind I of mean, guy similar... who's supposed to be believable. And they had Brody King beat him in, you know, eight or nine minutes. And, it, you know, and they, they could have done the same thing and should have done the same thing with Orange Cassidy, but, you know, or less. I thought you were going to
0: say uh, Darby Allen is a similar type of
1: joke. Uh, well, I mean, size-wise, they are, but he's a. There's a very different character. I mean, I try to judge AEW on the AEW sense, but as far as it looking like an indie show with with good production, I think he's got a point there. I mean, in a lot of ways, it does. Agreed. Or at least, I just there are those tendencies throughout the card, and and lately the shows have been more chaotic, which feels very much. It doesn't really feel so much indie. It feels almost like sort of the low of TNA when they were getting desperate, and the end of WCW, which I've always said. Uh, AW's always felt like WCW, like 99, 2000, and fast forward. It still does. It's like there's, this like, balls and bells going everywhere. Right, right. It, it just feels like they're trying too hard. Um, well, yeah, but they're all, I mean, they're trying to, like... You don't know if the show's New Japan. Is it Ring of Honor? Are they bringing in this woman from Joshi Pro? I mean, what's the point in that? It's like it's like it doesn't feel like you're focusing on AEW, and then the things you are focusing on AEW, it it's like things end up weird. I mean, I know we're not going in order, but so it's not a big deal. But like Kingston had to win that match last night. Like he 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 had to get his revenge. He has to. Get, but he didn't, and, and oh, there Kingston got his revenge. Jericho's in the barbed wire. Well, he kept, everyone was in barbed wire. Everyone was bleeding and in pain. So not only did Kingston eat the pin, but the Jericho Appreciation Society solidified Guevara there and added Anna J. So they got they got the win and got a member. I mean, how, how is that making Eddie Kingston look good? And listen, I'm, I'm not for Homer Simpson winning matches either, but he he didn't. It didn't feel like he got a win there. And and then they've got the the Blackpool
0: Combat Club back in back in a month. Hold, hold on, hold on. Are, you, are you? You, you, he's nowhere to be found. You're 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 running running the gamut. Obviously, you're hot about yesterday's AEW show. So, it's so bad. let's talk little by little. I want to talk stay with the ten trending topics, but yeah, um yeah. hit some of the stuff that you you mentioned, right? So yeah. the two dimes thing I want to talk about, but before you get to that. I think the bigger thing that's been talked about in the last 24 hours after dynamite went off the air was this um just shit show of a match between Jerry um re- wrestling is is what AEW claims to be um but these hardcore matches like what is this the third or fourth week of of a gimmick match being on AEW like Two weeks ago it was uh what was it? Uh the the war games thing. Blood and guts. Blood and guts. And last week it was Moxley busting himself open versus Takashita. Yeah, but and- that wasn't even a gimmick,
1: but they but Warblow's win was supposed to be a street fight. It didn't it didn't play like a street fight, but it was supposed to be a street fight. That's a gimmick match. Right. They had anarchy in the arena not too long ago on one of the on one of the pay-per-views. Right. They, they, they were- it comes Again a gimmick, there's a there's
0: matches. there's a lot of gimmick matches and obviously they're trying to pop a rating we'll talk about AEW ratings later but this Jericho Kingston match like you expect more from Jericho Kingston I mean he keeps selling himself on this king of hardcore bullshit but this was horrible like what was the deal with this spot where Sammy Guevara comes into the ring he's holding Kingston Jericho is waiting for something. Kingston does a mule kick. Sammy just lets him go. Jericho misses his punch, hits Sammy, and then Kingston tries to do that. Um, what is it? A Judas effect? The the, the his spinning, backward back punch. His spinning back punch. Back elbow right, and and he misses it completely. It looks like he's right. a, he's he's drunk. F- Drunk. Right. This is exactly what it looked like. Was a drunk fight. Which is get Jericho's gimmick. <laughs> right. And Jericho's busted open because he sliced himself earlier, which you you caught on camera. Yeah, like, but also when he
1: did when he did the code breaker, the Jarrett, whatever it is, with the barbed wire chair, like he clearly hit himself too hard with it and he might have broken his nose. Like he, he I think he almost lost an eye there. Right. Like I think he so, was like a half an inch away from like tearing his eye out.
0: So there's a lot of sloppy shit. In this match, and these guys are supposed to be like every fucking week. Like, there is a guy on Twitter that his sole purpose is to put up AEW botches, and we'll get to again. <laughs> I, I hate to tease so much uh, later on in the show, but we're going to be talking about Don Stevens, AKA, and all. Listen, the-
1: sometimes Bobby Edwards is a trans man who identifies as Don Stevens,
0: right? Or maybe not right. I don't know. I, it, I you've said a lot there, but probably too th- much. This is <laughs> probably too much. But this, I just don't get this, man. Like, how are the fans? This is wrestling. This is wrestling. And then, like, you see this shit. You see? Did you see like Moon and Jay Cargo but, but, match? There's a bunch not of the,
1: fucking. Leave the Shark Cage match just just yet because there's some some things that I mean. First of all, you only have one faction in in the shark cage, but not even the entire faction. No. And then Ruby Soho, not a mouse before, is is hold is holder of the key. She's in charge of the shark cage. Why? 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 Why is that happening? I mean, obviously, I thought of it that afternoon. So at some point, Ty Conti comes out, attacks Ruby Soho. Um, and then Anna J comes out, you know, to intervene because Anna J is a face now. But then Anna J remembers the talk, and she turns around. She wallops Ruby Soho, and so they beat her up, and they they take the they take well, for, it's like a remote control device to lower the shark cage, which takes really a long time. And they get the key off Ruby Soho, and Ty Conti runs over to the shark cage. But she can't unlock it. She, she can't figure out how to use the key. Like, it's either the wrong key or she can't work the lock or whatever it is. So this shark cage, the bars, are so wide apart that Daniel Garcia and the skinny version of Madcap Moss in 2.0 just slide through the the, the they slide through the cage bars. They run through to come to the match. Um and I don't know if the other two managed to also, or if they got the door open. I mean, you know, but they all somehow got out. I don't think they ever, they ever got, so something very effective cage there, or, you know, men aren't supposed to be able to do that big wrestler, man. Um, and then, then Kingston's friends come out who, I don't know. It was like best friends who are, uh, or the, become, uh, Moxley came out, Wheeler Yuda came out. Uh, who was the other clown that came out? Uh, I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. It, it, oh, Ortiz came out. So they come out, and, and the Jericho appreciation they just All of them disappear. They fight back. They are all they all, they all all evaporate into air. That's and then great. Sammy Guevara come, comes out, and then you have the, the, this mess here. So why wasn't Sammy Guevara in the shark cage with all of them? Why wasn't Ty Conti in there with all
0: of them? They were all part of the Jericho superfuge. That's right, Jeff. It, I agree with you. Why wasn't uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti getting busy in the shark cage? Yeah, uh, that right, would have sure, they wanted a, They wanted to get a million viewers that they should have done that instead. Fin to fin. Get fin to fin. Go get dorsal with it. Um, That's right. Shark week. So,
1: yeah. The, the, yeah, th- this was dumb. So, yeah. So so now you're talking about the, the baddie match. So even before we get to the match. So first of all, in this show, there were two angles with lawyers trying to take legal action threatened upon. You know, in in storylines, one is that idiot Mark Sterling with the stupid petition thing to get Swerve kicked out of AEW because uh, he turned on people in a in a Every Man for Himself Battle Royal, which is idiotic to begin with. And then the other is Stokely Hathaway. I guess because something happened to Chris Statlander, we're not sure exactly what. So Stokely Hathaway said because of the Cochrane Law Firm of Atlanta, we got Chris Statlander banned from the arena, huh? So I don't know what happened. I don't know if the baddie was injured or the baddie couldn't make it do the job. Tra- so the interim baddie wasn't there. So it was only Jade and Kiara. So I don't know if something happened to the baddie or something happened to Chris Statler, but I think it had to be the baddie, uh, which is her name was Layla Gray, I think. Yes. Um, actually, our mutual friend knows knows her. Her, name's, her. her indie name was Carla Guzman, I think, or whatever. Anyway, Um Anyway, so we have two lawyer stories there. So instead of it being a, a six-person match, it becomes a tag team match for reasons. You know, but Chris Stadler was part of a promo just moments earlier. So but yeah, the, the match was was sloppy as shit. You're 100 percent
0: right about that. Right. I mean like, Athena it's, it's, hasn't been elevated in the least. So this leads me to the next, right? So I'm gonna put your comments about two dimes and the women together, right? Sure. Athena, aka Amber Moon, was supposed to be a game changer for AEW. She's gonna elevate the women's division in AEW when she signed. Okay, she's here. And so sloppy match. I don't I don't know. Like I was trying to figure out. Do we blame it on Kiara Hogan and, and um Athena? Right. Or Maybe they haven't worked with each other enough. I don't know, but there was just some sloppiness going on. I expect sloppiness from Jade because she's green, mm-hmm. and and they right. they put her in these long matches, and it even no in no. the tag team matches, it's just way too much, too long. Mm-hmm. So, but you have. There, there, there. You have Tay
1: and Anna. You have Britt and Jamie Hader. You have Thunderstorm. You now have Athena and Chris Statlander. Or I can't even remember who her tag team partner. A oh, Willow. Will, will, well, Willow is Willow is Nightingale. Part of AW. Uh, so you got Athena and Chris Statlander, who I guess they will be a team. I guess the the baddie, some combination of it. I mean, obviously, they are going for a women's tag team division. I mean, it's just a matter of time before before they bring in Sarah Rose, Sarah Logan to reform the definitely not the Soho squad. You know, but Jeff,
0: uh, you know. why would they go for a women's tag team championship? Only to what? Thumb it in, in WWE's nose. Hey, look what we can do and, and do it better than you. They can't even get, the get their Jeff, they can't even get their fucking women's division right. They can't. Why? Why move to? be on a tag team title when you can't even do the, the fucking one title right. Well, I mean,
1: going back to Road Dog's comments, he called the TNT title the Jabroni title. Well, you can't call it that when the All-Atlantic title is clearly the Jabroni title. I mean, that exists only so Pac can can go to Europe or wherever he wants and pretend he has an AEW title. So that's this, the Jabroni title. Um, oh, this is why, outrageous. Why everyone get the title? They, they have six they have six championships from Ring of Honor. <laughs> I mean, and everyone, F- everyone gets a title. They're going to have right. my YouTube title soon. They're going to have my Onyx titles and my Obsidian titles. So, Jeff,
0: this guy, Two Dimes, what's his name now? Cole Carter. Cole Carter shows up on AEW Dark with Harland over the weekend. And then he shows up, and now he's got a title match. Right. Open challenge. Jeff, Jeff, explain this to me. Two Dimes was a guy that got thrown out of NXT because of issues,
1: right? Right. We think it was a wellness policy. We're not sure. They just said it was a policy violation. But yeah.
0: right, okay. Thank you for correcting me. So he gets thrown out of NXT for a wellness violation, right. and Green here is he crowd. is on a on AEW, and he gets a title match. Yet here you have a struggling women's division, and there's Dakota Kai out there. There is for you know all, a bunch of women. That have been let go from WWE. Did he just sign page or was that just a rumor? That's just a rumor. We have, you know, do you you think that that Tony Khan could hold signing page? Keep that a secret. I I, no, but I saw the the little banners,
1: but you never know if they're real or if they're fake because people make them all the time. You've got page
0: out there. You've got all these. That can that legitimately elevate the talent of the women's division. Alicia Fox. And please, Alicia Fox is 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 clean now and she's way too sober to be affiliated with these bozos. (laughs) But yet you've got two dimes. Somebody said this on Twitter. And so I wanted to bring it up to you, Jeff. What's fucking wrong with this company that they rather put fucking airtime on two dimes, Cole Carter, Cole, whatever his face was instead of working on this women's division. Do they not give a fuck about women?
1: You're asking me, and this is tough because I think that women's wrestling 90% of it or more is a waste of time because people aren't that interested in it. So to answer your question, yeah. It, it, they give a lot of lip service to it. I've never watched darker, dark elevation to see what the proportions of women's matches are. I, I don't care. I really, I, re- I really, truly don't. So I'm not really caring about that. What, what I do think is that you put someone like Cole on there um, who was just released from NXT, who was never, he wasn't a big deal in NXT. I mean, it is a slight on all the people in your locker room that, that, you know, you could, that you could have had that spot or, at least it could have been someone big, like if it was Dexter Loomis that was there, Sam Shaw, at least he's sort of a big deal who, who was there or you bring like an Alex Shelley and that, that, you know, people like or something. I mean, he, he, he's sort of I mean, I, I didn't if I didn't know I was supposed to be expecting two dimes, I wouldn't have known who he was. <laughs> right, he's a right. good-looking kid. He's a good-looking kid. He's got you know. He sort of looks like a a, a young Zack Ryder, but he, you know, it's not like he was like a great wrestler. It's like like I can't believe they released him. It's just because they he was part of a gimmick that they liked that people couldn't believe it. But it wasn't,
0: it, it, you know, it wasn't like Parker Boudreau with like they're giving up on baby Brock, <laughs> right, right. It's just, I don't know, man. I I feel like they don't like know It
1: wasn't buzzworthy. Talking. It wasn't even cheap buzz. It was it was just it was just taking the shine off. It, it's like giving the, it's like giving spots to, you know, Tony Niece and you know, and, and instead of Scorpio Sky, who I'm pretty sure is got. I mean, where's Ethan Page? <laughs> you know, where's Adam Page? He's still slumming with the Dark Order. Oh my God. You don't you this. don't you don't think that like he, he wouldn't say, listen, everyone's effing me, so I want the FTW title. I mean, you know, that that would be something to keep him semi relevant. Nope. What about Hobbs saying, you know what? I've been your partner for a while, it's gotten me nowhere. I've been part of Team Taz for, for a while, it's gotten me nowhere. The only one in Team Taz is going anywhere seems to be little Taz and he doesn't hang out with us. Uh you know, what? I'm answering your open challenge. You know, you know, uh, Ricky Stars go, hey, big man, thanks for coming out here. Thanks for supporting me. But I got this. I don't need you. This is a single special. It's like, oh, you misunderstand my dude. I'm not here to back you up. I'm here to answer the challenge. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be that, that would be a good TV. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you in lots of levels that, that it that two dimes, no disrespect to him necessarily, that this was sort of a no win thing for him. And, and it does nothing for AW. And, and it's. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know it's 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 sort of it's sort of just sort of collecting to- toys. He's so he he got generic action figure number seventy two and then put him in a match.
0: Like I don't know, man. I think this is where he's showing his 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 money markness. Like nobody gives a fuck about two dimes. Nobody cares. Right? He's not going to be trending on Twitter after this. Like nope. he wasn't last night. Nope. Jeff. Let's move on to one uh, trending deal. Might have trended. Possibly. Let's let's jump to something that was trending in WWE, and that was Cody Rhodes. Cody Mm. Rhodes is injured right now. He's torn his peck, but that doesn't stop him from continuing to win. All he does is win, win, win. And what did he win last night? He won an ESPY award. Jeff... Cody Rhodes wins an SB for the category Best WWE Moment of the Year. Now, I'm going to read you the. I, I'm I'm guessing that you don't know who else was, um, what other moments were up in contention for this. I I actually do, but go ahead oh. anyway. Oh, you do? Yeah, one was, okay, one was The Undertaker's
1: speech. Okay, <laughs> One was check. Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, return at WrestleMania. Right. And I think another one was also a, a Stone Cold Steve Austin one. Didn't Stone Cold have two? Um...
0: Let's see. Um, Steve so it should have been uh, no, Roman. Steve Unifying Austin had announced. one. So it was Undertaker's Hall of Fame induction, Biggie winning the world title.
1: Ah, right. Cash in Cash in. Right.
0: Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Steve Austin shocking Pat McAfee, Theory and WWE Chairman Vince McMahon um, at WrestleMania Eight. Those were the I, I thought for sure that the Austin one was going to win, but I thought so, too. But here we had Cody Rhodes come out on top and he's trending. He's introduced to an audience that might not otherwise know him or remember him. Jeff, him winning the Cody, Cody Rhodes being there with Brandy winning this this award. It's a big deal, isn't it? no not i mean it's what? nice but i, I mean I
1: don't know anyone that watches the ESPYS, so no, I don't think it's. I mean, it's it's not nothing, but I, I I don't think it's a big deal. It's sort of like winning a Golden Globe. I mean, it's the WWE moment of the year. The, the WWE ledges is that the that the WWE universe voted on. I'm pretty sure WWE told ESPN who's winning because ESPN doesn't give a fuck, and and this is what they pick because that's their ongoing story. Two two of the guy two of the choices involve retired guys, and the other one involved the guy with a broken neck who, if he's coming back at all, is going to be in about a year. So, you know, so the, the fix was in. The only thing I'm interested in is, is should we get used to calling Brandy Maxine Dupree? That, that's that's what I'm interested
0: oh, in. Oh, we'll get into that. You think that Brandy's Maxine Dupree? I actually don't think so, but I just hope so. Oh I mean, she
1: totally oh, looks like uh, Max it's Dupree's a younger sister. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know Vince McMahon is is wild enough to to book
1: that, right? Well, he did Kurt Angle and and Jason Jordan. I mean, he obviously he loves that whole dynamic, you know, because he's like he lives in the nineteen fifties.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it too. Um, yeah. The, oh, the last trending topic that I have for you, and and we're gonna go back to AEW in a second. I disagree with you though.
1: Cody winning
0: announcer of the year. That's not the trending thing. Co- who? <laughs> That's then, no, that's, not, that's joke of the year. You wanted to it's talk a, about joke of the year. It's Excalibur winning announcer of the year. How does this man edge out Pat McAfee? I don't know. Pat McAfee is absolutely the announcer of the year. Thank you. And, and then after Pat McAfee, it's Michael Cole. And then after Michael, Cole, I don't know who it is after Pat McAfee, but I know it ain't Excalibur.
1: Thank you. It's, the only it's thing he Jim, does is that he knows Jimmy all Spence. the names of the moves. He knows who all the wrestlers are, which is which is over Jericho and Jim Ross and, and the other people there who, who don't give a fuck and I think are doing shots when the camera's not on.
0: I told you, I think JR is on WWE payroll and Vince gives him a stipend for every intentional fuck-up. Like, he goes off the air saying, we'll see you Monday night for Rampage. Do you, do you think... It happens too often, Jeff, for for it to be unintentional.
1: You might be right. I, I don't think he gives him a stipend. I think what he does is he buys like, you know, like a thousand cases of barbecue sauce every week. <laughs> he
0: just pays him in barbecue
1: sauce. Right. Yeah, I'll even He, buys the more, he even gets the money for the barbecue sauce and he probably, you know, char you know, gifts it to the XFL. Probably,
0: probably. Jeff, the last trending topic, and then we'll get into the other re- regular wrestling news. Right, is, give me a team. Give me just one team. Is I'll Jungle. Defense. Sorry, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are together mm-hmm. again. This shot. Or, or, are they? Or I think they are. I think they're back together. I think. It, I think it's a trap. You think it's a? Tra- it's a trap. I think it's a trap. I think, Jeff, that this is intentional because um, it would be the lamest turn
1: of all time. And there's been a lot of lame turns. I mean, all he did was step aside. Okay, I have. Been a fan of Luchasaurus since Lucha Underground. People say he can't work, he can't move. And I'm always like, nah, what are you talking about? He's pretty good. He's good for a big man. He's got a big look. He's big, he's muscular, he's scary. Okay, the mask is dopey, but okay, his character's dopey. He has shown that he has no idea how to work a crowd or act a character ever since he joined up with Chris. (laughs) He just stands there. He stands there like a statue. He doesn't know what to do. Like a (laughs) dinosaur. No, like well, like a dinosaur in a museum. Like he, you know, It's like he you know like how mankind used to pace and Cain looked like he was like being held back. Like he, no, he just looks like he's there like he's asleep, you know, standing there like a dinosaur in a
0: museum. He's like he's like a it's like a statue. Um, very, very much like a dinosaur. He also is impulsive. Like I feel like whoever has like leafy green I, it's still unknown if he's a carnivore or So maybe yeah, it's hard to tell. Maybe they wave a a leafy green and and he just switches sides. I mean, you'd have to be with like a very
1: high protein type of vegan diet for for this. You'd have to have a lot of beans because I'm guessing that there's there's some. You know, lean meats in the, in that, like you know, chicken saurus or something. Anyway, I I think it's a trap. I think this is what Christian set up. He said, "Don't worry about me. I'll I'll take care of myself." You know, this like let let let's let's lure, let's lure the punk in. He's still wearing black.
0: Oh, you think that this is foreshadowing? Not him being yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I I took it as a surprise because. I feel like this is where the AEW stands were starting to turn on their own shit because they seem to be very critical about AEW for the first time or the first time in a long time. They were saying, Oh, this is too. It should have been drawn out more. And I was surprised that they decided that this was going to be the place where they were like, fuck you, Tony, you fucked it up. You could have booked this better.
1: It is weird because I mean, with all the, I mean, as whatever you think of the Christian promos, they've been biting. They, you know, they they've tried to be edgy. Sometimes they've succeeded. Other times, fell a little manufactured. In any event, you know, they've been giving him freedom. He's he's been doing the MJF, you know, promo role. So yeah, to to have this change so soon is weird and with tony khan you never know but i i I, like i'm gonna stick to my guns and say this was not a turn this this is this is too it was too lame and too anticlimactic for you know for it to be real turn and if it is then tony khan was obviously on the bad coke this week (laughs) he's just like yeah just get out of the way don't worry about this segment tonight's all about barbed wire
0: all it is is barbed wire and ring of honor and nobody's Never. talking about Ring of Honor or barbar. Do you
1: know All that right. they had like they had like three or four rap legends there, and they didn't promote any
0: of that in advance? I mean, just Hold up a second. Hold up a second. That guy Kevin Kevin Young Kevin uh, whatever Kevin his face. Kev, it was Kevin James. Kevin James is the the comedian. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what his name was. Obviously. Exactly, Jeff, because nobody knows this fucking guy. He's not a uh, yeah, rap But I, I did producer like- with Stokely Hathaway, and I don't know who West Side Gunn
1: is, but I know the name. But, but listen, I didn't know. I, I vaguely know who Logan Paul is, so I'm not the I'm not one to judge. But if you're having these you know, people who have hit music or, or have had careers or whatever, you uh, you promote around it. it. It shouldn't be a surprise in the show. You promote a, you promote that ahead of
0: time so people tune in to see them. Right. If it's someone that is known, this guy is a nobody, Jeff. Nobody knew who this fucking guy was. And then, you know what I loved about this? This was... The this, first this off to Tony Nese. All Oh my God, all of it, Jeff. Because it, it proves Vince McMahon right. First off, you've got... Um, Sterling yelling at this guy, and I'm being racist, in my opinion. He was very close to what I felt he was going to call him, boy. And then. Sure. Well, he said he looked like another rapper, which
1: apparently I'm hearing from podcasters, but they might be apologists that that's a thing. I, I've never heard of the guy. I don't know his name and the other person they were talking about. I've never heard of him either. So I don't know if there's actually a real resemblance there, if that's a thing in, in that world. So the somebody will have to educate me on that. I don't know. Because it felt racist to me.
0: So you, this unknown guy, again, we're supposed to know that he's a rapper or somebody or whoever. Right. But nobody knows. Nobody. I this didn't. guy is not deep in the streets. Nobody knows who this fucking guy is. If it wasn't for Excalibur and Tony Siobhan yelling at us as who's this guy, nobody would know. I'm pretty sure Tony Nice didn't know who this guy was. So this it's guy. like, in not know who Tony Nese was. The, this is accurate. So the guy steps up to Sterling. He jumps over the railing. Tony Nice gets sent as the thug to go. Hey, go body. Guy. Right. This and guy he's like despite just shorter than this guy. Oh my god, Jeff, yes. <laughs> this guy despite being a nobody is standing at least a hey, foot. His last name was Gates. Gates, Kevin Gates. As l- this man is at least a foot or a foot and a half taller than Tony Nese. And this is why Vince McMahon is right. Wrestlers need to look big and intimidating stands up and bows up to this guy and puts his arms up like in a cross. And he's all like puffing his chest. I like, yeah, do something to do. And the guy looks down at him. Like he's looking at his child. And then he punches this guy in the face (laughs) and that's a real punch. And Tony Nese drops immediately like a sack of potatoes. How am I going to take Tony Nice seriously from here on forward? Well,
1: you're not supposed to take no Tony Nee seriously. Why he has a manager is beyond me, um, but you're not, I mean, nobody takes Tony Nee seriously. So that, that was never going to happen. There's, there's almost no circumstance that you could see where you would take Tony Nee seriously, but I understand what you're saying. And, you know, if you're going to have a segment like that, you, you should have Mark Sterling. I know he doesn't represent him, but have him come out with a powerhouse Hobbs or a luchasaurus or, you know, the butcher whatever somebody who looks like a wrestler i mean that you know that's generally what you do in this but yeah this this was done and then they 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 smushed cake into mark sterling's face which was a great cake shot i mean this, this this we should back up a little bit this this was a celebration for keith lee and swerve winning the tag team belts, whoever in your your glory is their their celebration. It was supposed to be a champagne toast, but it wasn't in the ring. So you had to S- sort of pay too, attention to the out. Still outside. too many syllables that that team name. Definitely is too many syllables. I mean, I was expecting there to be a challenger. I, th- I sort of thought this was going to be Hobbs and Starks part where they would say, we have unfinished business. You never beat us, blah, 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 whatever. No, none, none, none of that stuff. So it's just so it's just then giving little speeches and toasting to each other. And then this nonsense occurs. And the only thing I want to say about this, I mean, I thought it was well executed The you know, listen, I'm a sucker for a case, a cake plant. That's fun. And, you know, it was, it was great. It was all over Sterling and then swervely like, like put his finger in it and ate some of the frosting. And that was funny. And you know, all of that, all I will say is that when Mark Sterling and Kip Sabian get hit in the face with cake, good when tony storm gets gets hit in the face with pie disrespect oh what kind of <laughs> trash is this it's the worst thing ever
0: right right that's a double standard you're absolutely right jeff and this is why i retweeted you on uh on twitter when you pointed this out this right now a- i realized
1: G- that i was stealing aew neckbeard's gimmick i mean he he or she does it better than i do um but, you know, I, I you know, listen, I, I, I you know, I was trying I was trying to do, you know, more neutral, more interesting tweets this week to see if I could get up my follower base. I didn't uh, succeed, you know, but, you know, we'll see one day, maybe anyway. Guys, um, if you're listening, yeah.
0: if you're listening, please give give Icarus Vellum D. Just follow is, me. You don't have to talk just, to me. Just follow him. God knows and, I don't want to talk and to him. And anymore. talk to him. Talk to him. Just oh, give him a follow, and he'll talk to you. He'll be like, "Hey, thanks." I, really, I will. He won't I will, DM I, you I because I he will, doesn't know how to do that. I do know how to do it, but I'm not gonna slide
1: into your DMs. I mean, Jeff will slide into your DMs if you friend. Me. I will. I'm totally slide into your DMs. <laughs> I'm gonna like ask you. Do you know tarot? If you know tarot, you can be on Garden of Doom. Yeah, right here. Do you know Kevin, Kevin Gates, Kevin Owens, Kevin James, hey, what Kevin? Do you, what do you know about Chinese uh, pre-Tan Dynasty mythology?
0: Oh, my God. Are you watching Shang-Chi? Did you watch Shang-Chi? I saw Shang-Chi like a year ago. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was good. Oh, very good. I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it was, I, I really was... I'm, I'm not a big fan of your criticism of Eternals.
1: Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, this this movie, I'm really starting to to feel like I I mean, it was Marvel's first DC movie. And, you know, I hate DC movies. Uh, and this one, I'm starting to hate this one every much as I hate the the original Justice League and Aquaman.
0: Why did you bring it up again if you haven't watched it in a while?
1: Because motherfucker needs to be excised from the MCU, which is not perfect, and, and it's getting worse. But this is uh, this is like a complete weak link. It needs to be taken. And the whole concept's just so soon su- Forget the plot, and forget how it failed me on so many levels, because all, I had so many hopes and dreams. Like 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 an AEW fan, not an AEW fan, but an ex fan, fan, a disenfranchised wrestling fan, put all of their I- I- emotional investment into AEW, so they're going to love it no matter what. I was prepared to do that for Eternals. That's what I wanted. But oh, come on, when a celestial hatches from the core of the earth and makes its way, well, once it gets out of the core of the earth, game over, but makes its way all through the levels of the crust, the mantle and everything else, through the ocean floor and comes out just because you transmute the goddamn thing into stone doesn't mean that the earth is okay. The fuck? you already broke out of the egg. The egg is cracked. It's done. It's done. It's a planet sized fucking robot thing. You don't know, turn it to stone oh, we'll just put a don't worry, we'll just put some uh, we'll put some stucco on that and we'll put a little a gorilla glue there and a little duct tape and they'll be just fine. That's not the way things work.
0: Oh, I, I mean, anyway. they could have
1: called them like Doctor Strange or Scarlet Witch or something. They could have put their powers together and reversed it or something. Maybe now, they did. They no, they should just say that that story happened on Earth 617, done, done and done.
0: Maybe, but, uh, lo Captain and behold, w- you know how Superman. Black Knight is- still find a sword. You know, in Superman, when Superman's gravity backwards uh, yeah, sure. to turn. Yeah, to turn you have to let people know that's 1978, Superman. Right. So, the original Superman, the uh, Richard Donner mm-hmm. Superman, he spins backwards. So, Maybe Captain Marvel did that, but she did that like off screen.
1: Well, my guest Matt Williams on Garden Views explained how that wouldn't work anyway. That would not reverse time. That's that's not how it goes.
0: I love that in a genre that you just have to suspend disbelief. Because people because people can't really fly in real life they're not mystics and open up portals to kamartage or another dimension or there's a young girl that can punch through dimensions a
1: Listen, witch I'm not
0: sure I wasn't thrilled mutants. with that either Listen, so there's not, there's I love that you can't sus- you suspend disbelief for all of that but sure. god forbid the earth pop out a baby <laughs> and that's that's where you're like this is all bullshit well I mean that's just that's just ridiculous I mean I can accept <laughs> good, power, but you've actually
1: split the earth <laughs> and all, and your answer to it was turn
0: him to stone or calc- Z- calcite or whatever that's not Zombies, zombie doctor strange was cool
1: fine it's a zombie <laughs> it's doctor fucking- strange whatever <laughs> <laughs> Raise the dead. That, that's all right. That is that is all within the realm of science fiction or whatever. Okay, this is like if the Death Star shot Alderaan and it just made a hole and everyone's like, huh, that sucks. Let's how start digging, think- let's start let's start digging it in. That's
0: how do you think donuts were created? <laughs> there you go. I don't know. All, all right, Jeff, it. let's I I can see, I can see. Every you know what, every week I'm just gonna bring it up just to get a rise out of you.
1: I still hate Hawkeye, too, but not as much as Eternals.
0: Oh, my God. Did did a baby come out of Hawkeye?
1: I wish. That would have improved Hawkeye. He has one arrow when when it hits the bad guy, a baby pops out.
0: Guy's <laughs> a, like, a stone baby. He's like, oh, fuck, I didn't want a kid. <laughs> he's a stone baby. <laughs> Jeff, um, let's talk about WWE. Enough, enough with this AEW bullshit. Let's move on to real wrestling. Real I don't think WW had any programming this week. What what are you talking about? There was plenty to talk about. We got the return of a legend. Woo! J-E-D-F-J-A-R-R-E-D-T. Don't you forget it. Ain't he great? Ain't he great? We got we got more. I got more stuff to talk about. Lacey Evans. Good God. She's oh, for amazing. God's sake. Um, let's just jump right into it. Jeff Jarrett, last week's SmackDown, Jeff. Jeff Jarrett at the end of the show is revealed to be the special guest referee. This was I couldn't a little even make
1: it to the show. They have to give a montage on him. They couldn't even make
0: it to the show. I know this. I found this very lackluster. Like one really? would anybody of this gener- era and generation, any kids in the audience really be like, Oh my God, Jeff Jarrett's the special guest referee. Fuck. Give I don't me- think anybody of any generation would say
1: oh my god but but they know who he is because he's been working GCW he's been special referee. nobody watches
0: GCW Jeff they don't know him from GCW but, well, the kids
1: do, but he's he's all over the place
0: but no one no, one which, ex- no one's ever been excited kids, about him, Sarah, which kids watch GCW Jojo uh, <laughs> Ned and Lance <laughs> <laughs> those kids and, oh my god And Nick and Wendell, Wendell, right? Oh my God, Jeff Jarrett! You said Jeff Jarrett is the true Forbidden Door. Explain all my slimes.
1: No, it's not. Yeah, no. Jeff Jarrett made the Ric Flair card the true Forbidden Door because every promotion's represented. You now have WWE, you have AEW, you have New Japan, you have MLW. Um, NWA. Um, what 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 else is out there? GCW,
0: MLW, yeah, AAA. They, they have people from all those. They have People from
1: Impact. A lot of people from Impact.
0: Uh, AAA, Japan. right um new japan uh
1: strong yeah, that, i think that Takeshita guy is there too so you got ddt i mean this is, this, this this ring of honor if you count that as a real promotion you know and von Erics from mlw uh you got the indies with like rachel ellering i mean yeah it's a, you know a, a cross from control your narrative yeah <laughs> against harry smith jr from i don't know what where he is these days i I, last i saw him was nwa so
0: so you're saying jeff Jarrett because he's the vice president david crockett
1: is the real kicked open the
0: real forbidden door david crockett look at this jeff Jarrett, are you excited jeff Jarrett is not as impressive as the name that we mentioned i mentioned booker t you mentioned another name i already forgot sammy Sammy Zayn. Who was positioning I, himself for that for that role? I'm, I'm not ruling it out yet either. I don't think so either. I I definitely would want to see a Sami Zayn, Jeff Jarrett match. Um, Probably, you know, sw- both yeah.
1: Flair and Andrade have foot injuries. Flair has, uh, along with everything else, he's he's got what is it, fascia plantitis or what, what what's it called? Mm-hmm. And Andrade has
0: a swollen ankle. They won't say what's wrong with his ankle, just say it's swollen. I don't um, believe that shit at all. I don't believe that he's got an injury. I, th- I'm, I, th- I think AEW says this shit to keep people off TV. AEW doesn't say anything. They are they reporting. Report, I no, he's
1: on TV. That's the thing. He hasn't been doing anything, so that's why they're making Rouge wrestle, who he can barely move. Also, um, I don't know, but yeah. Jeff Get
0: Summerslam it. is labeled. Summerslam is labeled TV fourteen. Does. Uh-huh. We talked about this TV 14 nonsense last week we did and and told everybody listening that TV 14 is bullshit. <laughs> that it doesn't mean that, you know, Nikki Bella is going to come back and whip out a, a boob or, you know, Seth Rollins is going to start bleeding all over the place. Why? Because it's TV 14 at TVMA. Come on. Come on. What? Boobs are the new shoulders.
1: No, 2022. No. There's no such thing as a woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> there, there's, pe- there's people capable of getting pregnant. And if you what said about, you mean a woman, no, you've just about, committed violence upon me.
0: What about that, so, that uh, Shania Twain song, uh, I Feel Like a Woman? Cancelled. Oh,
1: my God. Shania Twain's
0: been cancelled. You know who else she, is- she, she has to live in Hogwarts with J.K. JK Rowling. You know who um, is trying to... WWE Universe Dave Lacey Chappelle. Evans. Lacey oh. Evans. I <laughs> guess Allen. was really way off, wasn't it? Us, without a doubt, Dave Chappelle, Kevin and Lacey Evans James, and Kevin
1: Gates in the Unholy Alliance of Kevins.
0: Lacey Evans comes out on Friday night and she's supposed to wrestle Aaliyah and gives a great promo again, sticking it to the audience. Jeff she's great amazing she gets a lot of heat what nobody cares everybody cares everybody cares about this Lacey Evans they're wound up people are excited nobody's excited look at this hold on hold on one second I'm gonna play something for you I'm gonna play this um that we got a phone uh, a a voicemail in from uh, a listener (laughs) Is this listen you playing to, the ukulele singing no one cares again? Listen, listen to this. You do that. I'm gonna go get some water. Hi there. My name is Phyllis from uh, Tijuana. And I just wanna tell you that I'm a big fan of Lacey Evans. Go I love what, what she's there. I love I love what she's doing. She's great. And Jeff, uh you should really like Eternals. I think you're wrong about that. Thanks. And you guys are doing great. I uh, love you guys. Keep doing. Five stars, everybody.
1: Thanks for calling Phyllis from t uh,
0: no, no, thank you.
1: Oh, very see? interactive.
0: Look at that. See, look. We're, we're,
1: we're. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is Phyllis is getting in some trouble.
0: Phyllis, for, she's probably uh, in the car with Tammy Sitch. Um, see, Jeff, Lacey mm-hmm. Evans has a following. Right, mm-hmm. Phyllis and Tijuana. Phyllis and Tijuana is a big and fan. You. What and me? And That's, two. I, listen, That's two. Listen, I know what's, I know what's hot in the streets. Jeff and Lacey Evans is is what's up. Mm-hmm. You watch. You know what? This would have been a good week for us to go through a mid year review, but I'm gonna make a prediction for the second half. Lacey Evans is gonna get a title. Ooh. That's right. Lacey Evans is going to okay. get a time. You You mean um, she might be your, that double known as... From your lips lady. to God's ears, Steve. From your lips to God's ears. Oh, thank you, Phyllis. So, so is, this yeah, no, voice no, no is this a voicemail or just a live call? <laughs> oh, 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 Phyllis is, is gone. So she said it
1: was a voicemail, not a live caller. Thank you, oh. caller. Who's this? I mean, you, I mean, at least when you're going to... Run a gimmick, at least, you know, don't don't make it like Eternals where you crack the earth and then just pretend (laughs) it's I
0: love it. Thanks for calling in, Phyllis.
1: I appreciate it. WWE surpassed over fifty
0: billion YouTube views this week and none of them were for Lacey Evans. I bet you, you know, who is one of those viewers? Hold on. You, you know what? Fuck you, Jeff. I'm going to look this up. Lacey Evans Phil, got a. Phil's I'm pretty sure. Lana. I'm pretty sure Lacey Evans has over a million views on WWE. Okay. Lacey
1: You
0: Evans. look that up. I am. You, you look ba-bum, that ba-bum,
1: up. By the way, while, while you're doing that, the, ba-bum, this this ba-bum. faction that uh, Two Dimes is in, which is Parker Boudreaux. It's called the Trustbusters. And it is uh, Parker Boudreaux, Arya Davari, who's the younger Daivari brother, who was trying not to be a WWE producer a couple times, I guess, failed a couple times. And uh, Cole Carter. Apparently, they're sort of high on that uh, faction. I guess they're going to be the new wingmen or whatever. Or the dork order. By the way, look at this. Luno is starting
0: to get a little bit angry on Twitter. He is, but uh, no one's listening to him. See, look, Lacey Evans... Delivers the woman's right to Sasha Banks. 3.2 million views. This is from two so the years. women's right to Sasha's bank. When was that? <laughs> this was two years ago. <laughs> See, right, So up. Lacey Evans is a draw. All right. Shut, shut up. Look at something. <laughs> <laughs> it's disrespected and refuses to battle Aaliyah. This is from the July 15th episode of right. Smackdown. 12,000 views. 161,000 views. See, that's almost- not that's not a million. That's almost more than Rampage. That's she's almost a not a million. It's almost to a million. No, it isn't. She's only got, a, she's only needs like it's, nine, it's 16%. She, she only needs 18. She only needs about 880 more 40, thousand views. Yeah. Well, okay.
1: There you go. Point, point proven. She, she's about as popular as MLW. Terrific. Excellent. Good point. Excellent airtime
0: usage. Listen, always Lacey Evans. I will talk to you about Lacey Evans till the cows. No, we're not talking about Lacey Evans, but Bailey
1: is rumored to be back by SummerSlam. She's going to be in Nashville. So whether or not she makes an appearance or not, we don't know, but it's likely. And Edge is all but confirmed to be at the Raw at Madison Square Garden this uh, this Monday. And the rumor is he's going to be back to his dark vampire vampire like days.
0: Oh, that's bullshit. I'm not buying a ticket. Okay. I don't want to see none of that shit. I don't want to see Edge as a vampire. I don't see Bray. Apparently Bray Wyatt's on on Twitter uh, with these fake uh, Vince McMahon quotes. What did he say? I mentioned on the
1: air that the. Uh, I'm loving everything that Alistair or Malachi Black is doing, except he cannot shoot mist properly. He like no, almost you... never hit what he's aiming for. Like the time he was supposed to hit Julia Hart, he hit like everybody else. And, uh, and then he was supposed to spit it into Darby's face this week. Uh, I mean, sting and like he got Brody King as much as he got sting. I, I don't know the whole thing. And then Miro came out. Actually the first 20 minutes of dynamite was terrific. It's just after that, it, sort of fell off the
0: wheels. Why are we um, talking about but, AW again? We're talking I about... I, w- just, I was AW. thinking about Malachi Black and Spitting of Mist. It, Why would you think about him? We're talking about shitty demonic gimmicks. And we're talking about... Right, Lacey her. Evans. What? Yeah. She's the, best. Ugh, what is the this? best. What is this guy? Wyatt Six? Wyndham Six. So Wyndham... Wyndham again, he's showing... You want to see some demonic shit? He's posting a bunch of demonic shit on his Twitter. And... His um, profile, I guess, to be edgy, like the Young Bucks, you know, when the Young Bucks used to change their Twitter profile and say your sure. new, new profile. Yeah. Um, he wrote, quote, begin again, kid. It's what you do. End quote. And he claims that this is a quote from Vincent Kennedy McMahon.
1: Sounds like something that, that Vincent Kennedy McMahon would say. So cool. Um. What do you think the over under is on the buy rate for the Flair show and the Ring of Honor show? And do you think which show do you think will get more pay-per-view buys the Ring of Honor show this weekend or the Flair pay-per-view the following week?
0: I think the Flair the Flair pay-per-view will outdraw the Ring of Honor show. I think somehow you're right with always right.
1: What do you think the over-under is on flare-buys? Okay. Let's, let's do so some- do some. do an over-under. What, what, what do you think the range is going to be?
0: I think it's going to be below... No. Nah, n- okay. So, for forbidden door, it was what? 140? Forbidden door was
1: 127, allegedly. I still think the number's going to come out smaller in a few months, but anyway. 127. I think
0: the Ric Flair thing comes in at
1: 50,000. I think that's reasonable. And what do you think the ring of honor won if we ever get the real number? But
0: what do you think it'll be? I'm going to say. Um, 36. Ooh, you're high. No, 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 no. That's not 36,000. I meant 36. people. Just 36. <laughs> it's just 30, 36 people. Well, it's going to be track Brown. And that's about, and, and 35 other Jabrones. <laughs>
1: Shout out to h Brown. There you the, go. The, the, the Hustle king. The, that's the, right. The chair of the PW Hustle. Um, I think the over under for the Ring of Honor show is 20,000. I think they get the under. I agree with you. I think Flair, I think 50 is reasonable. I bet it gets closer to 70 because people. I think people secretly want to see a man die.
0: do you think that Charlotte runs in and helps her father win no and I I have a a theory
1: on this I don't think that Jeff Jarrett's contract with WWE starts until the next day which is SummerSlam which is why he's able to do this
0: huh interesting but I thought he was already there isn't he already doing vice president of talent something or other
1: just oh no he's because he got hired doesn't mean that you have a start date I mean, in live events, he saw something with live events. But just because he got hired doesn't
0: mean he started. And so before he starts as the vice president of live events, he's going to start. He's going to go out as the vice president of death events. He's, he's working like five shows that week. Hey,
1: good for him, man. Good. So for him. I, th- I yeah, I think that he probably said I have these commitments. So
0: let's start the contract at SummerSlam. Um, yeah, man. All right. Let me write this down because I'm going to we're going to need. So I said, are we both in agreement that uh, Flair's last match is going to outdraw Ring of Honor? We are. I'm going much higher than you. You said 50. I'm saying like 70. So I'm saying 50,000 buys. That's Steve. And Jeff says
1: how many? For Flair, seventy thousand. For Ring of Honor, I'm gonna go teens, like, you know, maybe like 165, something like that. Six, I'm already hearing Tony Khan speak. He's going, yeah, this he goes, the buy rates are different for this one than Supercard of Honor, but it's it's definitely trending, so it'd be one of the 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 most bought Ring of Honor pay-per-views. You know, well, Ring of Honor pay-per-views typically sold like a thousand. So, you know, if you get to three thousand, you'd be in like their top five, you know, of all time, probably. Um, so Super Card of Honor may well be their number one card or maybe that MSG show was. Um, so th- there's a very low bar for this to be the, the third best ever. <laughs> the bar is low. Right. So when, whenever you hear Tony speak, you know, things aren't good.
0: No, especially
1: not this early. Right, because if things are great, he just babbles. He just speaks straight and just says it 17 times how, how great things are. Right. He, um, he only goes into
0: corporate speak when things aren't great. How do we get to talking about AEW again? Here we go again, talking about this fucking AEW guy. Well, we're talking a w- ring of honor, honor
1: here. this is what this this the
0: WWE segment. How did we get uh, here again? wwe was on hiatus this week nothing happened no was, no no, 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 plenty of stuff happened on wwe we still name have to one. talk about right now i'm about to name it the ending of monday night raw logan paul and the miz face to face oh this this you know what the highlight of monday night raw was the ending oh, oh my god you're so rude. when i saw the trademark and copyright disclaimer that was the highlight Jeff, right before that part of the show, you had Logan Paul um, run away from two heels. He's mm-hmm. supposed—is he the baby face or he's the heel? Which one is it? Because
1: well, he's supposed to be the face, but they're still booing him, and they were cheering the Miz.
0: And so, right, so I'm confused here. So then he does like heelish shit, like calling the Miz a chicken shit, and, and then also. Balls. And then later on, when he's about to get double teamed, he catches a case of limber tail and runs away instead of fighting valiantly like the, the baby face should.
1: He's running. Right. Away. So and then the segment and the two early. So the interviewer gets into the ring so the Miz can say the same thing again. Right. And not only that, but
0: a, a heel, if you're assuming that Logan Paul is the face. Right. And Miz is the heel. The heel isn't supposed to accept the challenge.
1: Jake Paul, I can't get here fast enough.
0: So, Jeff, I'm going to ask you again. In this angle, at this moment, two weeks uh, to SummerSlam, two Saturdays from now. What? Yeah, in nine days. Who is. That's not how Vince counts to SummerSlam. It's two Saturdays. In two Vince Saturdays. is not
1: in charge, Stephanie's in charge.
0: But we count by Saturdays. The, the show count, is on a Saturday. I count, I count, we count by two Saturdays.
1: In two Saturdays. You didn't is, care about two dimes, but you care about two Saturdays. I
0: do care about two Saturdays. That's the name of the show. I care about two Saturdays. Two Saturdays. In two mm-hmm. Saturdays is Logan Paul the face mm-hmm. or is
1: Logan Paul the heel? Logan Paul is supposed to be the face. The Miz is supposed to be the heel, but they're doing a terrible job with this because the booking is shitty and the show is shitty.
0: Terrible, terrible television. But this is going to outdraw Ric Flair's last match. Well, for sure, because it's on it's on Peacock, of course. That's right. That's right. You know who the true champion is, the true king.
1: And by the way, Jake Jeff. Paul is, is said he's, he's open to come in, and, and I think they're talking about bringing him in. They were also talking to Daniel Cormier. Is, is like Daniel Cormier like 137 years old? He is. Uh, Jeff, who is – this is the last WWE note that I have. Oh, wait, no, no, wait. Before we move off of this Miz thing, okay, Ciampa is like five years younger than the Miz. Standing next to him, he looks like 20 years older. <laughs> like Ciampa <laughs> literally thing. looks like he's 57.
0: Yeah. That's like how I that's how we look. That that looks how like we we look when when we stand next to each other. Yeah, but I am almost fifty-seven. Oh right. Jeff, um last point for WWE. You know, your favorite aka um, Max Dupree. 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 Um, uh you know, he's got two models, but apparently they're not the only models he's got. No, he's got, he's got his a sister. Sis- he's got a sister, and we saw a silhouette of her that looked an awful like lot like Alicia Fox's Elias. silhouette. What?
1: Elias? Elias. Did, Did you didn't... say who who is? Megan Fox? Fox?
0: Alicia Fox. Oh, oh my god, god. god, I would god, love man. I would love Megan Fox to be Sure. Or sure Alicia
1: Dupree. Fox. All, all, all the, You know, I mean, Alicia Fox's would be a close second to, to Brandy. So he's got a sister and her I name want is. Brandy back on my TV. She, she's just can't be enough for this.
0: And her name is Maxine Dupree. You're saying that it's Brandy. Elias. Brandy or Elias. Elias in a dress, just
1: like they had, what, Big Vito in a dress for a while? Yes. This is my younger sister, Maxine Dupree. <laughs> Comes out Elias, is equal. <laughs> yes. yeah. No, hey, I, I don't, don't know who. It, don't I, I, people are you. saying that it's uh-huh. it's like an NXT UK woman, something Ginny. I I, I don't know who who, who that is. Uh, but I'm gonna go with. I mean, God bless Alicia Fox. But I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Brandy because because that that's that's what the world needs is Brandy on TV. Yeah, like they I'm need a little shot up. of Brandy. They full uh, need a full snifter of brandy. Brandy brandy to be Maxine Dupree to be Yeah, th- I mean, and that's Vince's humor. You, the, the white guy, African American sister. I mean that that's I mean that that's his that he loves that. And it like it'll never be mentioned. They're saying Except the in Max- like offhand silly jokes.
0: Right. So you just mentioned um Ginny from NXT UK. I guess she was um oh my god, what's this guy? The big German guy now. Gunther? V- Walter. He was Walter's Günter, yes, that's right. Günther. He was she was Günther's valet for a while. Oh. Um, so they're saying that she might be Maxine Dupree. Well,
1: that's a pretty random poll, so someone must have some information because if you're just guessing some random person from to UK, that would be weird.
0: Um Any odds that it is Tiffany Stren? Now she's doing, she's killing
1: it with her character. Yeah. Then again, I was saying the same thing about LA Knight, so what do I know?
0: (laughs) Any odds that it's Io Shirai? Zero. Mm. What about. Um, Tegan Knox. Well, you were talking to Lily. What about Tegan Knox? Who's Tegan Knox? Wasn't she released? Max, Maxine
1: Dupree. No, was it? No, she's gone. Oh. And like being being like a smoke show wasn't her thing. So no right. Okay, so you're like, saying she's just, like there's some of the women in NXT, which by the way, NXT this week was great. Let's talk about NXT. What did you like about it so much? Okay, NXT and NWA were the best shows of this week, and it hurts me to say NWA was one of the best shows this week, but everything made sense. Everything was a little wrestling story, and everything mm-hmm. made sense. I mean, they still have their slapdash thing, and and you know, NWA seventy four news is that. I don't know what's going on with Nick Aldis, but he's been—he was pulled from the championship match, so the, the the main event is now Trevor Murdoch against Tyrus, uh, who's the their TV champion, and and Murdoch is their world's champion, holding Sweet Charlotte. So, I mean, their buys went from you know twenty three hundred down to eleven hundred, um, but that that that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Uh, NXT just everything made sense, everything advanced the story. We had questions answered. They had this twenty. Uh, person women's battle royal um with a lot of women who are green as grass really don't know how to wrestle so many things could have gone wrong nothing went wrong they got they got rid of the least experienced people early and they did it well they had moves that worked that they couldn't have possibly practiced that much. It, it's, you know, whoever the agents were who went through this and did the choreography was, was terrific. You know, they had the silly little Kofi spot where Wendy Chu fell on her pillow so her feet didn't touch the ground. So, okay, a little yuck-yuck. We had a surprise return. We had 21, which was Zoe Stark. Um, you had Core Jade, who turned heel. And, by the way, I'm still proud of myself for that one. I was, I was calling it for weeks and weeks now. Um she hasn't joined Toxic att- Attraction yet, but it's common people, it's common, I can feel it. Um, and so she did like, you know, a Ms. kind of thing or Sami Zayn and, you know, she bolted out of there. She knew a target was on her back and she was like, you know, sidling around. And and at the end when there's only Zoe Stark in there and you thought she won, Core Jade comes in to, to steal the win. You're sure she's gonna do it, but no, she Zoe Stark outsmarts her so, Zoe Stark gets back. She gets a big pop for Zoe Stark. You know she's not going to win the title, but it's fine. This 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 is gonna this is gonna occupy the next two to four weeks for the NXT Women's Title, uh, you know. And then Zoe Stark will get her little you know little push. Um, maybe it has something to do with Io Shirai. Maybe they have something you know where, you know they, they do a send off for her. Who knows? Uh, but either way, um, you have the the schism. You reveal themselves. Yes, they were the grizzled young veterans, but I mean they look completely different. The the tall one who shaved his beard, he looks 20 years younger. So basically what they did is they put one of them in a white shirt, the other one in a black shirt, and they have white contact, black contact, but in different eyes, alternating eyes. So like if one of their... If their right eye, if one of them their their right eye is is a black contact, the other one is right eye is white contact. So they're basically like the Frank Gorshin character in that Star Trek where you have people that half their face is black and half their face is white, and at the end they're wrestling each other for eternity. It was a you know a very very poignant Star Trek episode from the original series on racism and the the triviality of racism. Um, anyway, so. Uh, yeah, I'm still not down with these guys, but uh, they do look a lot younger. And, you know, it's something they they, they have new names. Um, I don't know. One was, uh, I don't know, Jagger Jones or something. And the other one was Cheddar
0: McGillicuddy. I don't know. I, I hated all of this, Jeff. <sighs> why, why does one guy, why do both of them have discolored eyes?
1: Um, Because they're now evil
0: i'm no longer grizzled it's a it's so awful i i I I don't know they look like albinos now like what what? they went from like i wasn't a fan of the grizzled young veterans either but now they're they're albinos okay they're they're getting too brutish they're getting
1: too supernatural for you i got it yep it's exactly it jeff i don't i don't like it I listen, hate it. This me. is the one thing you're consistent with. So I I I, I can't shit on you for that. But Core J <laughs> threw away the, the women's tag team title. Like the internet's like, that's a show, at Sasha. No, it wasn't. This is a storyline. By the way, if people listen to Harlock Hangover last week, or if they didn't go back and listen, listen to me telling how, how this story is gonna make sense. Basically, Core J said exactly what I said in our promo. Exactly. I didn't have her throwing away the title, but it made sense because she's saying, I don't care about this title. I want my shine. It was the same thing, throwing away the title. That just that just furthered the story. It was great. It, it all made sense. And it has nothing to do with Sasha and Naomi. Do we need Sasha False and Naomi?
0: flag controversy. Do we need? Thank you. Do we need Sasha and Naomi back? Need? No. Would I like them back? Yes. But do we need?
1: No. I mean, those women's tag team belts are meaningless. Just like you're saying, you not they don't need to be in a -A A.W. They all need to be in WWE. The only thing I'll say about WWE is they actually give about 50 percent of the time to women's wrestling, which is too much, in my opinion, as everyone knows. But if you're but they don't really focus on tag team wrestling, period, and less so on the women's division. So if you're going to do it, at least have five or
0: six tag teams um, you know who would don't. Or don't. <laughs> you know who would bring a lot of respect and um, prominence to the women's tag team division if they've the ever, uh Lacey Evans with Alicia Fox yes with Alicia Fox
1: with ODB and major guns
0: <laughs> managed by Sergeant Slaughter forgot that ODB was what had I forgot about ODB and major guns. How could you
1: forget about ODB or
0: major guns? I mean, ODB is still around when her her food trucks aren't burning down. Hold on a second. I did not forget about ODB because I was mentioning that Lacey has this ODB uh, look about her, but major guns I forgot forgot about. about. Hmm. Major guns, just all of that. Vince Russo. He's he's a gem. And, what they should and, do is they should pay they should pay Will Smith
1: to come up and slap Lacey
0: Evans. I can't have I can't stand this um Lacey Evans slander. This is just inappropriate. Just, um, um, I want to do Death Before Dishonor predictions. You do, but we gotta talk more about AEW now. AEW, I'm listening. Oh Jesus. Um Aubrey Edwards or Don Stevens?
1: <laughs> Tell the good folks what this means If they don't know already This is fabulous
0: Okay, so last week We we were talking about, you know Not even last week, I think a couple of shows ago We mentioned that Aubrey Edwards is rumored to be behind Taking down a lot of the YouTube clips that AEW podcasters or reviewers might use And giving them. um, What is it? It's not. uh, DMCA takedown notices. DMCA
1: stands for the Digital Media Copyright Act.
0: Right. So pretty much giving them copyright strikes. It's it's all rumored to be led by Aubrey Edwards. And, and I remember saying,
1: listen, her job, her only job is in referee. All these all of those folks that are employees, they have other jobs. And that may well be part of her job. Who knows? Uh, well, we found out this out, week, Jeff,
0: Yeah, it's not her job. It's yep. the job of someone called Don Stevens, as in mm. Donald Stevens, not mm-hmm. Don like Don Marie. Um, or it could be Donna. You don't know. It could be Donna, I, but I think it's more Don Old. Um, but we've never seen anybody in AEW by the name of Don Stevens. We haven't. And funny, somebody wrote a sign that showed up uh, by ringside this past Dynamite that said Don Stevens is all elite, which is not a lie. If it's Don not. Stevens is the person that is taking down, hitting a strikes then don stevens is indeed all elite the question is is don stevens aubrey edwards well the question has
1: been answered don stevens is aubrey edwards with an address which is the same address as the aew office which is you know right on the jacksonville jaguars you know campus or whatever uh it's like you know basically like you know one stadium way or something like
0: that why do we think that Don Stevens is Aubrey Edwards? I I think
1: when you go on the Twitter profile and you look enough, you, you can figure out what other accounts someone has. Like, like Sean Ross Sapp blocked me on my three accounts. There's nothing that connects them. So, I mean, you know, that, I think she just opened another account. It's, it's like AW is too lazy to actually, you know, create an account for a Don Stevens.
0: Oh my God. So I just, <laughs> holy sh- so I just googled Don Stevens AW and the you know the first thing that comes up is Ringside News Aubrey Edwards accused of filing mass DMCA takedown notices as Don Stevens Right, and by the way, and I'm not here to
1: defend any particular dirt cheap, but everyone's saying I'm not paying any attention to that because it's ringside news and side news has, you know, a few years ago they they were getting everything wrong, but they have been they have been much improved over the last couple of years, and all I'm says is that they're no worse than anybody else, and better so, than some.
0: So Don Stevens, there's a de, uh, Don Stevens, manager of operations, active nature folks. LinkedIn page. That's the third link that comes up. Don There's Stevens. a Don Stevens who has like a trucking company. There's a Don Stevens that has a Twitter account. is talking about John Cena returning to WWE uh, on June 27th. But more notably is the fourth link that shows up. <laughs> I need, I feel like I should click this, but I feel like I'm going to get a virus. This is from a website called lovebylife.com. The headline reads Aubrey Edwards accused of using dead man's name to file.
1: <laughs> yeah. And 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 this is you know what the believable thing about this is because Tony probably said this is part of your job. You take care of it. He doesn't want to no know the details. This is plausible deniability. This is this is the kind of Mickey Mouse stuff. And let me say this. I I you know, I I have no issue with companies protecting their IP. WWE does it too. They just use an algorithm and they tag everyone the same. AW won the hypocrisy because they said they wouldn't do this, and they do. Secondly, they only target those sites that are negative about them. But I will say again, it's their property. They can do what they want. It's just that they lie about it. And then they make up this name, Don Stevens, so that you don't know that it's their their cool referee who's a semi-celebrity. Aubrey edwards so oh my god it's, it's just it's just it's just more of them hiding that they are. Uh, that aside from not being profitable that they're just another carny they're just another wrestling promotion <laughs> just, and there's nothing wrong with that in wrestling just say oh we're just another wrestling promotion just accept the people
0: jeff I'm uh, So I clicked on the link from, again, this website is called lovebylife.com. I don't know what no. they have to do with wrestling. But second paragraph in, Buck Starsky took to Twitter in order to accuse the AW referee of filing a mass DMCA takedown of content using a fake alias. In a series of tweets, Starsky revealed that the name registered as the DMCA agent on copyright.gov was Donald Stevens. The updated name came after he contacted Jeff Jones in an email. He also received a threat from AEW threatening legal action against him. This time, Starsky revealed that looking up the name Donald Stevens in Jacksonville, Florida, brings up... Obituaries. Oh... (laughs) Holy shit, Jeff!
1: (laughs) So this is the kind of thing that a teenage boy would come up with, and that sounds like Robert Edwards to me.
0: Oh, my God. This is wild. Um, Starsky added more evidence to doubt the alias of Don Stevens in another tweet. He reported that according to the voicemail, the number listed for Stevens leads to the Jacksonville Jaguars ticket office. Mm Mm-hmm. Jeff, this guy, who is Buck, Star- look for this guy and start following him. Buck Starsky, I believe, is the Buck one guy on in the entire Internet wrestling community that has actually done research and he's he's investigated properly. This is wild. Well, he he probably is someone who had stuff taken down,
1: so he's invested in it. I don't. Know, I'm just guessing, but yeah, kudos to him. Good job.
0: Holy shit, book! The, the fucking dead guy. Oh my
1: god. I mean, can you can you imagine what Cornette and Bischoff and Girl on Cinema what they're going to say about it? Disco, the people who aren't afraid, you know, to say something about AEW. I mean, like Zarian will be like half assed about it. Brandon Thurston probably won't mention it at all because he's 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 dug into the Kool Aid. You know, Meltzer. It's a total non-story, complete denial. Complete. It's. Uh, I I've just been assured that it's definitely not true. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, this.
0: You know, this is just stupid. This is this
1: is just par for the course with a promotion saying it's one thing and acting a different way. And that that's all. It's just consistent. It's just consistent, and it's funny, and it's silly, and it and it and it's and it's dumb, and it's and it's mean. I I'd rather a company just like you know. Just hit everything the same, and just say we protect our IP. That's our policy. We're a business. I'm not gonna like follow this. Not, not have an enemies list like Nixon.
0: Buck Starsky. Holy shit! This guy has uncovered everything. Okay, well, this why don't you talk about what he's uncovered instead of just singing
1: this guy's praises?
0: I'm just I, the fact that this fucking guy is dead is fucking amazing to me. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, you don't need
1: to say it twice.
0: <laughs> Jeff. Oh, my God. Like, how do you do you think like when Don's when <laughs> I was about to call her Don Steve When Aubrey Edwards like said, thinks I'm catching too much heat for this shit. I need to come up with an alias. She just pulls a random name out of a hat like or do you think she knew this guy was dead? And they were like, no one will figure me out. The guy's dead. I have no idea what, what she <laughs> you know, whatever it is. It's pretty, it's pretty
1: creepy either way.
0: Shit. Oh, my God.
1: I fucking love it.
0: I mean, You're already this is
1: exactly what like a like a teenager would think to do if they wanted to stalk somebody. Like they'd come up with a name. Well, what name do I use? Let's look at the obituary so I can find out a real name, a real, you know, or a, a, a real town. And, you know, and I, and I can get an account. Oh, my God. This is wild. Um, Jesse, Ford, I mean. I, I heard some of, like, people, like, you know, responding saying, you are not a lawyer. You're not a representative of AW. I mean, she you know, she can't do this on her own. She doesn't own any content. So she has, she has to be authorized by AEW to do this. So she's not doing this on her own people. I don't want anyone to think that she is. She's being told to do this. How she chose to do it, who knows who, you know, who knows what, what's happening in that romper room. I have no idea. She probably came up with this scheme on her own. Um, But as far as targeting enemies, that that's, that's what they've been doing all along. But yeah. You know, this, this, but so she like wrote like nasty response. We go, no, I am not a lawyer and I'm not purporting to be one, but I am a duly authorized representative of AWLRC. And we take our intellectual property rights very seriously. And you're in violation. And I assure you, if you do not comply, the next notice you will hear from will be from our attorneys. Wow. Oh, I'm paraphrasing. Because I don't have it in front of me, but I, I somebody posted it and it looked legit. And, it, you know, it sounded like what I mean Listen, I was in the collections business for a long time. So it sounds like one of the collectors would say, like, right before they were ready to give up on their commission and turn it over to the to the legal department.
0: Jeff, as, as a copyright lawyer, can't you, like, look into this and, and kind of do your own investigation? I don't, you don't need to be a
1: copyright lawyer to look into what people are doing. A copyright lawyer deals with copyrights, filing and infringement and litigation and things like that. It's not like, this is just the actions of, of nature. I mean, the fact is AEW does own the copyrights and they can pick and choose who they want to target. It's their property. Just like you have a house. If, if 13 homeless people decide to sleep in your yard, you could kick them off. You could let them stay, or you could say, huh. You six, stay. You seven, get off. I mean, it's, it's your property. It's your rights. Wow. You call the police and say, get rid of the, these four, but they, this, these nine, they look all right. They look cool.
0: This is just wild. I'm going through his Twitter account. I'm, I'm more to come, but Jeff, let's move on. Um, you already spoke not knowing how to spit. <laughs> um, so let's move what on to ratings. Calling. What are the ratings for AEW this week? Well,
1: Rampage actually went up by 7,000 to 435,000. Still pretty bad, but Dynamite dropped down to 910,000, which was a drop of 113,000 from last week and a drop of 69,000 from two weeks ago uh, when they had the blood and guts. And so last week was Fighter Fest week one, show one. So this is Fighter Fest week two, show three. Um, and down and... I predicted nine seventeen, and you know I originally thought with a gimmick match it was going to be over a million. Then I saw the show and I'm like, Jesus Christ! If people were were tuning in for that gimmick match, like maybe people will come back at the end to watch the gimmick match. But after the first twenty minutes, this show got really bad. So if you were just tuning in for that, you're like, you you either left the show early and didn't come back, or you left for an hour and you kept clicking back to see when the when the, the match was. And I also saw the time on it because they were doing the introductions like at 9.42. So by nine, it was like 9.46 before Kingston got into the ring. And the show ends at 10. So I looked at my DVR and it said, it said 122 minutes. So it was programmed for a two-minute override, not like a 10 or 15-minute. So right then you knew the match was going to be no longer than 16 minutes, which... Is fine by me, but like a match like this should have more time devoted to it. So you knew it was going to have to be rushed. And as you were pointing out at the end, the end got really sloppy. And that's probably because it was rushed and discombobulated because they had poor time management issues. And because and they had, they, they always tried to squeeze
0: three hours worth of stuff into a two hour show. Yes. Wow. Um, so you predicted that they would be around t- 9, 10. I said I, I honestly thought that they were going to go up because it was, again, a hot as fuck day. I didn't think I think they've been losing steam for a plethora of reasons. But on a summer day, I thought, fuck, maybe there's going to be enough people that just want to stay in the house and not leave because it's too goddamn hot. There was no and, one in that stadium, by the way. They were in Duluth, Georgia. They might have had they had like twenty two hundred people in that 10,000 person building. That was- and, and, and that's the next thing I wanted to talk about, Jeff, is so there's pictures of like the camera side dome of the of the bowl being completely empty. Um, You would think that people would just pay, do you think that people would just pay to go see AEW just to get free air conditioning? You think? <laughs> you, you, maybe. I
1: mean, I'm sure you could get tickets for two bucks or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, I tweeted, and I wasn't being sniped because it really looks like this. Because this is this is not new. I mean, they they've had this problem before. Like the big shows do fine, but the smaller shows, especially in these secondary cities or third tier cities. I mean, Duluth is not Atlanta. Okay. I mean, it's not even Hoffman Estates to Chicago. Duluth is. Is more like Towson is to Baltimore. Duluth is like a good 30, 40 minutes away, you know, as the as the crow flies. Um, it's it, it, my my Atlanta geography is a bit rusty. I went to college there, but I graduated college in ninety. But I believe that Duluth is outside of the Atlanta Beltway, so it's. It's a suburb, but it's almost like a it's almost like its own small urban area. I mean, I don't really know how to compare it to, to because New York is so goddamn big. But, you know, it, it, it's probably sort of like uh, wherever the Nassau Coliseum is. I forgot the, the name of that town. Uniondale. It's probably like Uniondale is to, to New York City. Um Anyway, that's not particularly important, but I was saying that it's starting to feel like AEW is shrinking down to Ring of Honor size as opposed to pulling Ring of Honor up. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I don't I don't know. Um, not that I'm wishing for the end of AEW. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> but... Um, you know don't be fooled by all this oh we're number 7 in in overall ratings that are number 1 in in Wednesday nights in the demo like it's it's just a bunch of smoke and mirrors man it's it's the fact even is if, even if it's not it's the
1: summer there's nothing new on it wrestling is like the only new stuff except for like like experimental shows that they know wouldn't do well during the regular year i, I mean the, the fact is, this show went on the air October 2nd, 2019. It debuted to 1.4 million people in its first airing. They did a replay immediately afterwards, which did like another million people. So in the first night, they had like two and a half million people watch it. They replayed it again, I think, Friday and Saturday nights. They probably had over three, three people watch it the course of that week. OK, you want to take out all the replays, even the one directly after? Fine. 1.4 million was their opening week. They have never come close to that. The closest they've come a certain quarters got to 1.3, but you know, they 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 go up and then they slide back. Now, the good news for them is that some of the quote-unquote stars, I mean, the only person there's been two people who have been consistent rating spikes that lasted, and that was Sting, which is ridiculous, and CM Punk, which makes sense. Um and CM Punk is supposedly on schedule to return for All Out. Uh, Adam Cole, his target date is around All Out as well. And now they're talking to Kenny Omega, who before was saying he's out the route until late 2022, maybe into 2023, maybe forever. He's, he's, so, he's really not happy with his progress. So they're targeting that he might be returning All Out. Now, it is possible he might return for an on-camera role but not compete for a while to, to let the healing continue. I don't know that this seems awfully optimistic and, and pushy, pushy. But I mean, it's not beyond them to do it. They haven't said anything about Brian, which is really troubling. Andrade has this. Inf- I know you don't believe he's got an inflamed ankle, but that he hasn't wrestled in a while, and you have to wonder why. Guevara wasn't on TV for for weeks and weeks until this, and he didn't look exactly good, so he's probably not one hundred percent. I don't. Oh, can we talk about? No. Yeah, we are. Has there ever been a faster fall from a high spot to low to no card without there being an injury, without there being a controversy, without there being an arrest or some big scandal than Hangman Adam Page, who a few months ago (laughs) was their champion and now... Is voluntarily slumming with the Dark Order again, and and they're not even a thing. I mean, they lost Anna J, one of one of their members, so they're down to four. Uh, Alex Reynolds, I guess, got injured by the Butcher and the Blade in a ridiculous segment that they're that they're both being interviewed at the same time, and the Dark Order just happened to have shirts that say Butch that they claim were made for the Butcher and the Blade, and they're so mad about that they beat the crap out of them. And you sure Alex they were
0: Reynolds. made for 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 butch or not butch formerly known as pete dunn i i
1: don't i think they were made for peach pete, pete dunn i mean whatever it was it was dumb the whole thing was dumb it was just like sort of tossed together i mean i would have rather they bumped into each other and like you know coffee or kool-aid like spilled on their their shirts and like you mother you know or something like that this was dumb but adam page came to the rescue so him and john silver having a, a Match with the butcher and the blade, who of course are there only to, to lose, much like Hobbs and Starks. I mean, because Hobbs and Starks is just the better looking butcher and blade. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, has there seriously has there ever been a, a faster and farther fall from grace without there being some objective reason for it than, than Adam Page? Mm, great Colleen? Hmm, maybe I don't know. I, I I sort of like the see. I, I wasn't really. A dedicated wrestling fan during that era, so like, yeah, I just figured Kali just was one of those seven foot, you know, you know, sort of female, you know, comes out and but they typically have short chef lives.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff, I just want to shout out a couple of um, numbers because all you hear about is the um, demos and being number one in the demos, but. I think these numbers are quite startling. Mm-hmm. These numbers come from Raj Geary on mm-hmm. Twitter. At AEW average, uh, 910,000 viewers this week. That is down 3% from last week and a 0.32 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. That is all people, people, 18 to 49, not just males, 18 to 49. It was number one in the demo year over year. Dynamite is down 21 percent in total viewers, meaning for every five viewers, there is one that has disappeared. Right.
1: I mean, that's what I've been saying is that there's been no growth in this company. In fact, they've they've shrunk back. Now, I guess my point was that if if Punk comes back because he's one of the spikes, maybe they'll get those 150,000 people back. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, You know, and MJF, you know, who knows where he is, but, you know, he he wasn't really making much of a difference anyway, despite him being an attraction for the show and a high point of the show. It it didn't seem like he was bringing in any more or less viewers, but
0: maybe it plays. Raj continues. While the 18 to 49 rating was down 27 percent, it is the biggest 18 to 49 year over year drug In 2022, Jeff, this pretty much reinforces your thoughts and mine that AEW is not growing their fan base. And in fact, it is receding
1: right and we've been talking about this with the pay-per-view buys however you want to spell it that a year ago they did more than they've been doing for any show since then with the attendance you you they're 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 barely able to hide how empty the buildings are now so i mean you know these are these are not good trends i mean the one thing in their favor is that the guy who's running it who isn't the owner but the guy who's running it doesn't care about making money and the owner doesn't really seem, he seems to be happy to let his son play with his little toy or maybe paid him back. I don't know. Um, so as long as he's got money, he can keep doing it, but you know, he, he keeps tweaking them and, you know that there's you know the story that Discovery did not want the Briscoes hired. So the Briscoes weren't signed by AEW. Well now he's he signed them today it was announced. He signed them to Ring of Honor. So they're out of impact and, and NWA and all that other nonsense. So now they're exclusive to AEW. Um, I mean Ring of Honor, sorry. But I don't think that Discovery is going to see the difference. I mean Dax and cash did a promo on Dynamite and you know cash he can't you know he can't deliver a promo. Um and Dax, he, you know, he gave a, you know, he gave a, a touching story about his eight-year-old, his daughter who fought heart disease. And so he's going to fight like an eight-year-old and it was good. It was, it was, it was definitely one of the high points of the show. And whenever promos get real like that, that that's cool. But he kept talking about the Briscoes on discovery TV. Um, and everyone's going to tell you how good the promo was and they're right. And it's not cash or Dax's fault that Tony booked this match and told them what to talk about. Uh, you know, it's a big match. And he wants to sell his pay-per-views, but I don't think the Discovery was limited to don't put them on my screen, uh, you know, live because he's had thumbnails of the match where you see, you know, a still shot of the Briscoes against FTR. Two out of three falls. Why? I'm not sure, I guess, you know, to to make them both look good anyway. um, But I think this is this is just him playing with Fireplay. It's like he's almost self-sabotaging, self-destructive because, you know, obviously the Ring of Honor doesn't have a TV deal yet. There doesn't seem to be any noise on that front. Um, I don't know. It it it's just tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. By the way, you know who are free agents again? The Good Brothers. Yay, they're done with impact. So last week, uh, there was it. It wasn't another week. Uh, somebody else has left impact. Well, the gods were kind and they gave me two people. So it still averages out to one week, one person left. So the Good Brothers done with impact. Free agents. I saw people like going, please WWE don't sign them. And I saw other people going like, Good Brothers, please don't sign with WWE. And I'm telling them all. Don't worry. Neither side of that equation is interested in the other. WWE has no interest in these guys, and these guys hate WWE. So, Right. What you should hope for is the Good Brothers are signed by nobody you know. Just send them back to Japan, where somebody gonna, seems to like them. Where do
0: you think they're going to end up?
1: Uh, New Japan strong. Maybe they'll show up at NWA. Maybe they'll Unemployment. Do, you know, one taping on MLW. But New Japan. I think they'll basically be in New Japan. Well, I mean... <laughs> If they're signed by AEW, we know that Kenny still has some stroke.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough.
1: Just where they need more clutter, especially when they're actually have some young tag teams, like the, the, the gun boys they're getting over. And I actually saw like uh, one of the guns has a, a rap video. He's actually pretty, like, I don't like that kind of music, but he, he's, he's pretty good at it. So he's going to have a rap battle with, with Castor. That, that should be fun as shit. If you um, don't like rap music, how would you know that he's pretty good at it? cause he enunciates his timing as well cuz words are clear i could understand what he's saying i mean you know okay to me that's uh, good right. i don't know it seemed good people who rap- like rap music said it was good you know you know who is a
0: great rapper john um, cena Vanilla Eyes. john cena oh right like he honest. was the he was the master
1: so in other Injury news with AW, I know you're dismissing the foot, but Andrade with the foot. Santana is out at least eight months, which is uh, the rest of this year. His contract should be up by that time, but we're not sure if they freeze contracts like WWE does. I guess we'll find out. Um, Matt Jackson, there's no word on him, but, uh, you know, again, he's got a history of neck injuries, and here's another. Uh, AQA, uh, uh Reality of wrestling, Booker T student. She was in NXT. She was released. She was signed to AW with a little bit of with some ballyhoo. She had one match that I remember televised. She put out a tweet that she's leaving wrestling. That it's it's been bad for her mental health. So she's yeah, man, I saw that. AW that sucks and left wrestling. Yeah. So what can you say? And our friend who we've been covering dutifully and saying keep. I know nobody cares about this guy, but keep tracking him. Keep seeing what's going on. Michael Elgin. May or may not have been arrested in Japan for buy, for stealing protein powder. Um, now he was removed from all Noah shows. Noah hasn't said anything about it. Elgin issued a denial, but it was a really really long denial, like way too much, like the lady does protest too much, and saying if I was arrested in Japan, there's no way I'd be home now. I had a death in the family. I came home for that. Um, I I they would keep me incarcerated for 60 to 90 days of waiting trough. Anybody who knew anything about Japanese culture, you would know this. I, I don't know. All I know is that he was whining a lot and Noah took him off all of their shows. Not, not just like for two weeks of bereavement. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm going with Elgin's line on this one because he's a recidivist liar. He's a, he, he, you know, and. You know, you know, and again, he's talking about his mental health and whatever. And I don't mean to diminish mental health. And I think that that plays a big role in what's going on with him. But I'm just saying he's one to watch, not for anything good for, you know, just continued downward spiraling. Um, So, yeah, just just
0: like how we follow Tammy.
1: Yeah. Other ratings impact down 5000 to 114 New Japan Pro Wrestling. Not reported again, which means under 40,000. Smackdown, 2.077 million, down 52,000. Raw, 1.765 million, up 30,000. It was against the Home Run Derby, which did about 6 million. So that was actually a surprisingly high number. And they maintained, they actually went up an hour two and maintained most of those people hour three, probably for Logan Paul. So, you know, regardless of the segment, people are looking at him. Biography. Drawing man, yeah, and the biography with Goldberg, who I know wrestling fans are not really don't like Goldberg very much, but the 594,000, which was for 13,000 more than The Undertaker. Of course, The Undertakers had 922 biographies, um, but still, it went up 12,000. Um, Rivals, which was The Kane and Undertaker, uh, was 394,000, which was up 26,000. Mr. Really? and Mrs. Miz, 571,000 down 98,000, but still uh, two out of three of those shows beat Rampage. Uh, NXT also beating Rampage, 588,000 up 6,000. It was reported that it was their 10th their lowest viewer viewership of the year. Don Tony reported this. I don't know if it's true, but I assume it to be right because he prides himself on his research. He said that their average is 589,000 for the year. So they did 588. So they're basically at their average. Um, NWA, the last three weeks. Woo. Talk about a company that's dying. We already talked about their main event being changed. There is no Empower 2. Remember, Empower 1 was with <laughs> NWA 73. This so, so, hey, you 2D Lynn fans, uh, t- t- tell me what a big star she is now and what a draw women's wrestling. Anyway, last three weeks with NWA, 37,000, 41,000, 68,000. Garbage. MLW. Pretty flat. This week, 81,000. And it was like sort of like their pay-per-view type main event part of their, it was something It was like Coliseum of Champions or something. Last week, 83,000. Two weeks ago, 81,000. So, you know, right there. Um, elevation, 222,000. This week, last week, 259. Two weeks ago, 339. Dark this week, uh, that's 236. A week ago, for whatever reason, four hundred fifty-nine thousand. Then two weeks ago, three forty-four. Um, New Japan strong, eighteen thousand this week. Last week, eleven thousand. Two weeks ago, twenty-four thousand. So still struggling, and and it's working its way off this off this list. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, I wanted to do predictions on death before dishonor. So Steve, do you know the card? Uh, no, I don't. But I can look it up. No, I know the card. Don't worry. Oh, okay. So added to the, to the card, they have Allison K versus Willow. So Allison K, you know, a sort of free agent wrestler. She's been around for a long time with Impact, NWA, former NWA women's champion, former NWA tag team women's champion, I think a couple times. Probably had the knockouts champion at some point or another. Um, I'm going with Willow. I think that. AW likes Willow. I think Tony likes Willow. I think that whatever he's doing with Ring of Honor, Willow is in the future for their Allison I think, you know, I, I think she'll always be around. I think she's, I, I think she's sort of like the Indies version of Natalia. Yeah, she'll always be around. But I don't know that, that anyone's going to be rushing to sign her. So I'm going with. I'm picking Willow. What say you? Um, I'm going to agree with you. Okay. Same for
0: the same reasons.
1: All right. The Ring of Honor. Six man championships currently held by the righteous, my man, Vincent, Bateman and Dutch, um, which is interesting because Vincent has been in impact with Death Before Dishonor. Bateman has been with New Japan Strong. I don't know where Dutch has been um, against Dalton Castle and the boys, the reunited boys. Uh, I think for the reasons I stated about where Vincent and, and his crew has been to the six wins, and because Dalton Castle and the boys are signed by no one, and because they sort of get that sort of Orange Cassidy, Danhausen type of pop, I'm going to go with Dalton Castle and the boys, new Ring of Honor, trios champions over the I, I I agree. Which hurts me. Not that you agree with me, but that... It's going that way. Um, Mercedes Martinez, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, versus Serena Deeb, the challenger. I'm going with Serena Deeb. She's sort of an AEW original ish. They like her. Mercedes, uh, yeah. See Allison K, except she signed. But uh, I'm going to go with Serena Deeb. Okay, same. Okay. Wheelie Yuta against Daniel Garcia for this the Ring of Honor of a match. <laughs> Or championship they love yuda they seem to love garcia but not quite as much they love their blackpool combat club thing and so i'm, I'm gonna and plus both these these guys to me they're the same nightmare as far as i'm concerned so hmm. um they're, they're the same symptom of everything wrong with well not everything but what's wrong with wrestling so i'm gonna i'll just stay i'll say wheeler yuda
0: retains all right. I'm going to be, I'm going to deviate here. So I'm going to say Jeff says Yuda and I will pick Wheeler. Oh no. Wheeler is Yuda. So I'm going <laughs> to pick Garcia. Yeah. Okay.
1: FTR versus the Briscoes in a two out of three falls match. The Briscoes of course just got signed by ring of honor. FTR are the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, the IWPG Tag Team Champions, which is New Japan, and the AAA Tag Team Champions.
0: All those titles are on the line?
1: I think only two out of three of them. I don't think the AAA ones are. Um, I'm going to go with FTR. I think they made a two out of three so that both both get a clean pinfall and that this is going to be one of those things where, you know, you think one guy got his his shoulder up, but only, but you know, the 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 other guy got it up a half inch, and maybe the ref miss missed that they both got it up or something like that. So I'm going to go with FTR retaining. I'm not sure that the Briscoes were really signed or not. I, I don't really believe anything Tony says, but without Ring of Honor being on TV, and assuming that all this is true, that you can't put them on Discovery, it'd be crazy to to take any belts off of FTR right now. Agreed. Um, We have Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor TV Championship. Jay Lethal's been on TV constantly, by the way. Christopher Daniels basically challenged him sort of on Rampage. Also, uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter sort of challenged Thunderstorm for Rampage, but we only got confirmed that Britt and... Hater will appear on Rampage, not necessarily against Thunderstorm, so that was weird. Um, Anyway, Jay Lethal against Samoa Joe, who hasn't been seen in action. They did an injury angle. We know he's been doing a voice actor job. Um... I really don't know what to do. They they've got this giant, they've got Sanjay Dutt. Samoa Joe hasn't been around, so I'm gonna just, just go with Jay Lethal. I mean he's the most ring of honor guy that on their card, so and Samoa Joe's been nowhere to be found and has proved himself to be injury prone once again immediately. So
0: I'm gonna pick Samoa Joe and you're picking
1: Jay Lethal. We have jonathan gresham the ring of honor champion versus claudio castagnoli until i see tony khan hug jonathan gresham like he did cesaro i'm going to go with cesaro even though jonathan gresham is part of the tully blanchard enterprises thing i'm still going with cesaro claudio sorry get his first world championship put it in air quotes um I, I could even see Tully Blanchard Enterprises turning on Gresham because they're three big guys and Gresham's a little guy. I, I don't know. Mm, or maybe. maybe. I, just prolong it. I don't know. Have a rematch in three months. But I'm, I'm just going to stick to Claudio. I mean,
0: because stuff. <laughs> that hug. Okay. Stuff. I think I agree with you, Cesaro.
1: I, I feel like the other guys in Tully Blanchard Enterprises have to have some role on this card. Um, and since I'm not aware, listen, they can add matches. Tony loves adding matches. He loves having 11 or 13 matches on a card. But this pay-per-view is they're charging less and in a smaller building. I think they're only going to try to seat like four or five thousand people in it. Um, and they last I heard, they sold about 2,200 tickets. So that's why I'm going with the turn on Grasham. Okay. So what else are they going to do other than beat down Grasham anyway? Uh, so all right. So so those are my predictions, and
0: that's all I got. I don't know anything else in in, uh, in wrestling. Um, did, we talked about NWA the championship match changed to Tyrus twice. Twice. We Want to talk and about and it again? And we and we talked about Flair's last match. Yeah, but I that's next that- week, so we, we can talk about it again. We can talk about it more in depth, but uh, yeah, that that covers everything, Jeff. I think we got it all. Literally now watch reversed. now watch some layoffs uh, happen uh, on friday and then we're gonna look I, like. I, idiots. I've, I, I've been predicting them every week, but I guess uh,
1: Roderick Strong has one more match. So until once Roderick Strong finally has that last match, you know with with Diamond mine, then then the bleeding's gonna start. yeah, it's gonna be fifteen people.
0: Agreed, Jeff. Let's bring it on home. Uh, what do we got for plugs? Attica is Fel
1: MD. Apparently, I'm desperate for followers, so come come aboard, join in the fun. Please, um, will you will
0: you follow back if people follow you?
1: Oh okay, yeah, I, I I almost always follow back. Um, and if I don't, and you're a real person, it's it's because I didn't think that you were, and just just. Message me and convince me you're a real person. You know, say, hey, this is the Hammerlock Hangover. I'll absolutely follow you back. Um, Excellent. As far as other plugs, uh, I'm on assorted other shows, but uh, mine are Garden of Doom, which is also on the, the same fine networks that we mentioned before, which is esoteric, historical, religious, philosophy, Pop culture, all sorts of cool stuff like that, and Garden Views—it's cousin show on the same feed. So you, you get one show, you get them both, and that's more topical, more legal, uh, more fact-based. I just finished my second show on cryptocurrency, which cryptocurrency—it's had its, with by the way, a cryptocurrency advocate, of course. Uh, then a couple of days later, you know, uh, it's being called the Ponzi scheme, and Elon Musk all of his bitcoin at a giant loss so you know I, my skepticism seems to be being rewarded but who knows uh he tells me he's not doing it for himself or his kids he's doing it for his grandkids and he doesn't even have kids yet so he's a true believer anyway and the next show is it's already sort of recorded it's going to be uh, a not-for-profit called the space court foundation which is part of my pursuit of the law wow. of space and, and going through a, an organization its entire purpose is to help develop that codify it and make law students into interns in in law firms and companies uh to, to further that so pretty cool stuff coming up so garden views garden of doom you can find that wherever fine podcasts are or on the platforms that steve mentioned earlier are again earlier again thanks to uh track and big ray uh over at pw hustle we're putting us on there I, i'm sure the professor had something to do with it as well so thanks to him shout out to him he's been been on the show um Always thanks to the Wrestling Soup Network and thanks to the PwC. I'm on lots of shows with Jimmy that are on the PwC, and some of them are – On Channel Attitude, and occasionally I'm on uh, the Blow Off as well. But a lot of those shows are also found on the Hameen Media Group, which is where we're also found as well. Um, Or at least Garden of Doom and Garden of... I'm not even sure where everything is, but shout out to out to those guys, and and you can pay $5 and get a face slap from from the Ayatollah bin Hameen himself, if you like. (laughs) uh, Those slaps look
0: really, really hard. I've I've watched those videos, and they look very, very... Yeah. unpleasant and uh, yeah and because of inflation he has this new
1: inflation buster promotion where it's now ten dollars to get a face slap oh my god that's ridiculous and people are paying ten dollars from the slap yeah he slaps hard it's it, I, uh, much respect yala that is <laughs> that's all i can say it's that is much respect and you know what else i have to say stay evil, my friends